there is no mathematical reason for this team to be six and three right now. And yet somehow that's where we're at. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, two Steelers fans in a pro football world. I am Zach. And I am Dill. And we are here to bring you all of the news from the NFL, USFL, and XFL from a Pittsburgh Steelers fans perspective. And uh, we are, we just finished up week 10 of the uh, NFL season. And like Dill said, somehow we are six and three. Meanwhile, we have been outgained in every game up till now. And we we are still somehow winning games. We are the thorn in every person who watches the NFL side. Nobody understands why we exist, but somehow we keep making everybody else's lives miserable, including our own. It's true. But honestly, as long as we keep winning games, I'm here for it, you know? Yeah, I think that's where most people are at. Again, like I said, there's no reason for us to be 6-3. and three. But here we are at 6-3, and three, and I don't think anybody's complaining. And, by the way, in a considerably better position in the AFC than we were coming into this week because Buffalo just decided to blow against the Broncos. And you know what's funny about – did you watch the Monday night game, Zach? I did. The best part about that game isn't that there were 12 guys on the field, which allowed Denver to kick the game-winning field goal a second time. The best part is that DeMar Hamlin was the 12th guy. No. He was the 12th guy. So what, what do you do if you're Bills fans? Like, what do you even say? Are you mad at him, of all people? It's, oh, my gosh. The guy I already was, died. I know. It's, it's made for some pretty good memes, though. It is made for some very good memes. Man. Well, actually, no, I think what's – I mean, besides that, what the other worst part of that is the Broncos missed the first kick. I know. That's that's what makes it so much better. They would have won the game. They would have they would have been 6-4. and four. Yeah, 6-4. Mm-hmm. and four, And they would have still been vying for a, a playoff spot. Now they're 5-5, five and five, and I think they have like a 36% chance of making it into the playoffs, which, you know, it's not – that's not terrible, but – that's but not if you as look at the would... rest of the AFC, that's going to come back to bite them really uh, bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, that was funny. Uh, and I, I'm very glad we're in the position that we're in instead of that position. Uh, yeah. But look, this is where things start to get – this is where we got to get serious because we got Cleveland and Cincinnati as our next two. Uh, we got some no-name after that. But like I said last week, you got to win one of these next two games. Because if you win one, if you win one, lose one, you're three and one in the division, which I think, unless I'm insane, would be the best record in the division still. So, yeah. yes, that would. Um, so, or at that, least that's, be that's tied for best record in the division. Who would we be tied um, with? Because, Probably Baltimore. Um, well, no, that because... would be no, 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 no. Wait, actually, yeah, Baltimore two, Cleveland two and two, and Cincinnati is zero oh and two. So that would still put us at the best record in the division. Yeah, so you got to win at least one, preferably against Cleveland, just because I feel like between them and Cincinnati, that – I mean, the way it's looking – although Deshaun Watson did just go out with a season-ending shoulder injury. Yeah, so that could help us. Yeah. I don't um, know. Cleveland, because, Cleveland's going to be missing – Well, sorry. I just in – all, in all honesty, you know, missing Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has generally played like crap against Pittsburgh, even back in Houston. 
Um, but I I really like that matchup between TJ Watt rushing PJ Walker. I really like that matchup. I, I do. I also like that. So it's important to note that we're in Cleveland next week, which is going to be, or I guess this coming week, which is going to be a little uh, fun. Um, I Here's the thing. Cleveland's missing a bunch of pieces. They got a, had a bunch of guys go down with injury. Their offense is freaking limping because, what, you're going to have P.J. Walker as quarterback. Nick Chubb is still out. Um, and then I, I can't name a single – that's not true. I can name Amari Cooper. But other than that, their receiving core is yeah, good. At, it's good, but it's, like, it's just okay. Um, so you got that. Plus, we are going to have Friar move back, I think, on Sunday. And there's rumors that Minka might – I don't think it's going to happen – but the talk is still there that Minka might be back on Sunday, mm-hmm. which would be huge. That's, yeah. Um, especially because looking uh, back at the this past week against Green Bay, did we win that game? Yes. Did our secondary get carved up like a Thanksgiving turkey? Also, yes. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Having Minka back certainly, certainly couldn't hurt. Um, the other big thing, that's something to watch for, especially against Cleveland because they have a really good defense as well, is the run game. So the run game has been looking better the past couple weeks. Obviously, it absolutely trashed Green Bay's defense because Green Bay has a notoriously bad run defense. Um, who the heck did we play the week before that? I'm insane. Who the heck was it? Uh, it was Titans. Tennessee, yeah. Uh, the run game also did a number on Tennessee. and this So this formula is annoying to me. Because it, not because it's working, but because we should have started with this, right? Mm-hmm. When we drafted mm-hmm. Pickett, we should have started. This is how you're supposed to develop a young quarterback. You lean on your run game, right? The run Especially game, especially when you have the run game you have, right? Like look so at these guys. You, you lean on the run game, and then the, all the quarterback has to do is not screw up, which is exactly what's been happening the last two weeks, which is why we won both those games. Granted, Tennessee and Green Bay aren't exactly high quality opponents, which is why I think the real test is going to be against Cleveland, but still. I mean, this seems like a formula for success. So it's a little irritating to me that we didn't start out with that, but I guess it's better late than never. And also, mm-hmm. something else to watch. We've, we've been seeing a couple decent play-calling games from Matt Canada. They haven't been fantastic. Now, every time I say this, we proceed to get blown out the next week. So I'm going to leave it at that. But I'm just saying, it's something to watch. You know, I want to see the run game. To, and I also – Oh my gosh, who the heck was it? It was either Mark Madden or Colin Cow- one of those idiots who was like, Oh, you can't have a, a you, your run game can't be your entire offense going into January and December. Which is funny because in twenty twenty, whenever the Steelers offense was entirely passed, that they said the exact opposite about the team. That oh, you need a run game in December and January to succeed. Like yeah, well, you, gotta, well, you gotta pick one here. Well here here's the thing. Kansas City doesn't really have a passing game or a running game. They have a Patrick Mahomes, a Travis Kelsey game. Right. And then, or, or their running game is Patrick Mahomes scrambling and then like double tossing it to their running back. Yeah, like, because he's a freaking loser. Exactly. But like, or, or let's look at uh, Buffalo. Buffalo up, like has literally never had a rushing or like running game over the last three years. And they've been Correct. one of the, and I mean, this year not not doing great, but over the last couple of years, they've been absolutely unstoppable. Um, so like, I I don't necessarily agree with 
you need a two-prong offense. You really don't. If one prong of that offense is electric and all the other side has to do is not make a mistake. Right. The Bills, if the Bills running back fumbled a ball, most likely they were losing that game. But if all the Bills running back had to do was not fumble, somehow they still won or like would generally win because the the running attack would get a couple yards, but they wouldn't make mistakes. Kenny Pickett, I'm going to knock on wood seriously here, but over the last couple games, he has thrown no interceptions. And that's been huge because he's not making mistakes. Now I'm going to be honest, Cleveland has the best uh, passing defense in the league right now. Last time we played him, he threw one interception. I could see that happening again, just because most, if not all teams are throwing interceptions against the Browns. They're the best passing defense in the league. All the de- or all we need to do is make sure the defense holds up on their side. We right. make one mistake. That's fine. It's basically the same as a three and out and a bad punt, which we have a decent amount of the time anyway. Yeah. So it's really the same thing. It just hurts Pickett's stats. I'm not sure. worried about one interception, especially if it's in the first or second quarter. I'm just worried about can we limit mistakes in the third and fourth quarter, which yeah. is what we've been doing, knock on wood. Again, this is, so, this is, this is the big I – I say this over and over again, but this is another prove-it game, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the past couple, we have not proven it, which is not great. Um, well, I'd so... say we, we kind of did against Green Bay and Tennessee at least prove that we have some sort of spark. I don't care if we outgained our opponents. Like Cam said in uh, part of his podcast, which um, you know we discussed before filming this, it doesn't matter who outgains who in theory. It <laughs> matters who wins. Right. Who makes the least amount of mistakes and wins the game. Sure. So like, I'm like fine. You... If we could get outgained in every single game of the year, we could get outgained in every game of the playoffs. But if we win the Super Bowl, no one's going to give a crap. There's no way we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, in, in theory, like it, it would basically be the most recent version of the wildcard Giants beating the undefeated Patriots. The wildcard Giants had no reason going in or like no reason to go in and beat the Patriots, but they right. did because they made less mistakes. And they also right. made some of the most freakish plays ever seen in a Super Bowl. But still. Yeah. Right. Like that's sometimes that's just what you need to do to get it done. Yeah. So we're 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 getting into kind of crunch time here. This is gonna be week eleven of mm-hmm. eighteen. So we've already had Which our is bye insane. Week. Like this, know this this season's been going by fast. Yeah. So now, now it's time to start getting serious. We have like we got to play the Colts, the Patriots, and a couple of those of those teams. Those are games we should win. So I'm not worried about those. What I'm worried about is again these these are the games that are going to matter, especially against Cleveland and Cincinnati, because those are two teams that are going to be biting our butt for a playoff spot, right? Mm-hmm. So again, you don't have to beat both of them. You got to beat at least one. I'll be happy if we beat at least one. Again, preferably Cleveland, but it makes no difference to me which one we beat, so long as we beat one. If we beat both, great. That would be fantastic. That would put us in the best position. But because these are two really good teams, I'm not expecting that, right? What I'm expecting is to do enough, because this is what they always do, to do it just enough to get to the, 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 the playoffs. Because I can't even believe we're having this conversation right now 
But playoffs as of this moment is that we're that's what we're eyeing. We are eyeing the playoffs. And again, mm-hmm. I can't even believe the words left my mouth. If you told me after that San Francisco game that we'd be six and three and you know, in is it the top that's the top wild card spot. If you told yeah, me we'd be six card. and three and in the top wild card spot as of right now, I'd have told you you were insane and send you to a psych ward. All right. But that's yeah. where we're at right now. So as so long as we're in this position, we gotta start taking playoffs seriously. Um and again, it's good. It's nice to pad stats against bad teams like Tennessee and Green Bay. Now, Tennessee, that, that win helps just because, you know, AFC record and all that. So I, which, by the way, have become hyper-focused on oh, yeah. our AFC record. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you why, but I get infinitely more stressed when we play an AFC team than an NFC team because that's just the way that I am. Um, yeah. But again, it helps to beat the Green Bay and Tennessee are bad teams. We can beat them, but we established this a couple episodes ago. We can beat the bad teams. But again, you got two good teams coming up. You got to beat at least one. First of all, to keep your spot in the playoffs alive. But second of all, to prove that you can do it, right? Because it's one thing to beat the bad teams. It's another thing to beat the good teams like in the regular season. But eventually, you know, if we start thinking about playoffs, you're going to have to beat playoffs, right? So if you can't right. do it in the regular season, there's no way you're going to do it in the playoffs, right? The only asterisk i'll put on that is against jacksonville because they you know they jagged around with a terrible towel and lord knows how that ends so mm-hmm. again i'm i'm praying to my heavenly father above that we get to play jacksonville in the wild card because i have no doubt that we'll smoke them in if we if yeah. that happens but we, we've established that before so here's what i'm looking for against cleveland just like i know we didn't talk about green bay that much um but that's because that game was just that game that game was stressful at the end honestly it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. I think a big reason why it was closer than we would have liked is Quan Alexander went out with yeah. what we found out as a torn Achilles. And Which, that's missing another him. Thing. Why can't we keep these middle linebackers healthy? What is going on? Fire know. whoever's in charge of keeping the little middle linebackers healthy because he's doing a, a pizza shit job. Yeah. Yeah. So we lost him. We lost Cole Holcomb both for the year. Which is yeah, terrible. Our two big pickups over the offseason. And well, and here's the other thing. It's like we made some big pickups last year, or what we thought were gonna be big pickups didn't work. This year we completely out. redid our inside linebacking group. And you know what? For the first time in a long time, they were actually playing pretty well. And then you know, the NFL gods are like, ha, ha, nope, we're gonna injure yeah. them both. Um, but so now we've got Landon Robertson and Mark Robinson, I think. Yeah, Mark Robinson is has not been terrible. No, again, the they're 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 like they were last year, which is they're fine. You yeah. know, and the guys that and I like Landon Roberts, honestly. Sure. I think he's been doing really well in the run game, but he just can't cover. We missed our two coverage with middle linebackers, which is the problem. Right. So the the guys we had before were also fine. Quan Alexander and and um, uh, Cole Holcomb were fine, right? But, I mean, they, they weren't losing games. Like, no one was looking at the middle linebacking core and going, what is going on, like they were doing last year, because that, that core was just, was just fantastic. Um, but here's the, here's the thing. To, just to, like, circle back to, to the whole playoffs and, and games and, and all that fun stuff, the fact that Cleveland is missing so many things, I don't care that we're in Cleveland, you got to take advantage of that, because you're not going to get mm-hmm. an opportunity like that again. First of all, this is this is a chance to knock a division rival further back in the playoff race. It's a chance to knock Cleveland back in the playoff race, which would just be – I would be elated if that happened. But also, yep. 
you know, again, the defense is fine for the most part. I think there's secondary and linebacking course taking a couple hits, but nothing too severe. So for all intents and purposes, we're playing their, their, we're playing one of, if not the best defenses in the league. All right. You saw what happened in week two. TJ Watt decided to turn to the second incarnation of Christ and Alex Highsmith decided he wanted to be the second incarnation of St. Peter. All right. They scored again, that game, the defense scored more than the offense. Great. That worked. That's not going to happen this week. All right. Because that was a Herculean performance by the Steelers defense. Mm -hmm. So we, we need the offense to step up this week. And we've been saying that week in and week in and week out. And it's, it just hasn't happened. So, yeah. And I mean, also in that game, uh, the one time the offense actually looked good, it was that 72 yard touchdown to George Pickens. We yep. need like three of those this week. Yeah. All right. We need you gotta to, start, like, you got to use the middle of the field, man. I don't know why we're still scared of it, but Hey, we yeah. didn't use the run game at first either. And now we're using that. So maybe we'll start using the middle of the field too. Who knows? And I, I, here's the thing is I think the fact that we have a run game now is going to help our passing game because we can actually do an RPO and the team like actually might cover the run. Or then if we go and then like say we fake it to the run, they'd be like, oh, shoot, they're not running it. And we have an open lane, you know, like, right. Some, something like that. Like we act, the thing is, is we never have, a good run game or a good pass game in the same game right sucks but at least we have shown games where we can have a good passing game like that Raiders game where Kenny threw for two touchdowns or we've shown where we can have those good running games like against Tennessee or Green Bay you never know which Steelers are going to show up or we could have you know terrible of both of them but the defense decides to get two scores like we did it last time against Cleveland so or, you know, in all honesty, we could also have what we did against Jacksonville, Houston, and San Francisco. But we're not going to talk about that because I feel like we have no. we have a chance to move on from that. Yeah. Because here's the thing. This is the second half of the season. This is where the Pittsburgh Steelers become the Pittsburgh Steelers. Correct. And this is where Mike Tomlin coaches his best football. This is where... I mean, look, we've barely seen him, but this is where, whether it's Kenny Pickett or Ben Roethlisberger, this is where both of them would always play their best football. This is where TJ got a majority of his sacks the year before, or like when he tied the record. This is this is our time. This yep. is our time to really put a stamp on it. But I want to I want to throw one more thing out to why this is just such an important game to win. First of all, you didn't just mention that, you know, this puts us ahead of Cleveland. This puts Cleveland back in the playoff race. That's very true. If Cincinnati beats Baltimore, which they play on Thursday, which is – this is being recorded on Wednesday, so that will be tomorrow. Um, but we they play Baltimore on Thursday. If Cincinnati would happen to beat Baltimore and we would beat Cleveland – we would be first in the AFC North. But also, if Kansas City beats – or uh, they, Kansas City plays Philadelphia, I, I see Philadelphia winning that game, in all honesty, right now. If Philadelphia sure. would happen to win that game against Kansas City, the Steelers could honestly, because 
if we beat Cleveland, we would have an undefeated uh, – we would be 3-0 and in the division. We could very well be leading the AFC. We would be outgained in probably every game, because I'm going to say it, Cleveland's probably going to outgain us. We would be outgained in every game and still be first. In the, we have a possibility of being first in the AFC, which is unfreaking believable. But on the flip side, we lose this game. Well, Houston is playing Arizona next week. If we lose this game, the Browns jump over us because they would have a better record. The Bengals say the Bengals beat. Uh, Baltimore, they would uh, technically we would have a we would still have a better record over them in the division, but they would be tied. They would have, or no, no, they would still be lower than us. But if they beat Baltimore, they would be tied with us. We would still get the tiebreaker. But then Houston would be over us. We would go from first in the wild card seating to last in the wild card seating. Still seated in the wild card, but last in the wild card seating. And I don't like that. I don't like how that looks. No one likes that. So, in all honesty, this game, like winning this game, we need it to at least keep first in the wild card seating. Yep. But there is a very real possibility that we could take the lead in the division or possibly in the AFC, which is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. The fact that the NFL has let that happen, everybody needs to rethink what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, Jacksonville's going against Indianapolis, so they're gonna they're gonna win that game. No, they're going against Tennessee, not Indianapolis. Oh, Tennessee. Never mind. They're still gonna win that game, most likely. They should. Um, and uh, Miami is going against uh, which they should win that game. Or no, they're going against the Jets. The Jets. My bad. They're going against the Jets, which they should still win that game. Correct. Um, now, technically, I think because I just realized that uh, Jacksonville, if they win against Tennessee, which I believe they will, they would technically have the tiebreaker against us in the one-on-one matchups. So we would still, we would actually technically be second in the AFC, but we would be basically tied for first in the AFC. Right. Yeah. This is where those again AFC losses, man, they come back to bite you. Yeah. But still, think about that. Even second in the AFC. Yeah, behind I think only Jacksonville. Yeah, we, is, we gotta we gotta keep our expectations wow. tempered here. Let's let's beat Cleveland first, because I I remember way back in 2020 when I was thinking about the Steelers' path to the Super Bowl, and I was like, oh yeah, it's Cleveland. We'll beat Cleveland. And I was starting, I was thinking about, oh, we gotta play Buffalo and all that stuff. Beat Cleveland first, yep. and then we'll worry about all the other fun stuff. Then we'll talk. Beat yeah. Cleveland, then we'll talk. I mean, it's, 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 again, man, it's Pittsburgh and Cleveland. It is a tale as old as time. So, I mean, and frankly, this is one of the games where it matters the most, which is one of the games where Cleveland happens to be the worst against us. So mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's beat Cleveland. Let's, let's, you know, kick them in the forehead, send them back down a couple, a couple rungs, and then we'll, then we'll worry about it. Agreed. Um, yeah, I'm I'm more stressed about this game than I probably should be, but 
No, yeah, actually, right. I think I think I'm go. the proper amount of stress. Yeah. Again, man, it's it's everything's starting to everything is starting to matter really, really quickly. Oh like, yeah, really quickly. So you know, you gotta we gotta get our heads out of our butts. We need we need a compilation of the Vegas game, the Green Bay game, and our first Cleveland. We need all we need everything to come together on Sunday. Yep. Yeah, everything everything needs to click. And again, we're getting Firemuth back. I think I think we're getting Firemuth back. That's the leading theory. But I'm I'm gonna check that. The play they he, they uh, took him off the uh I well basically off IR. His 21 uh day window opened up, and uh, according to everything I've seen, he's projected to play this week. Okay. Huh. Um, yeah. So that's that's gonna help. Uh, um, hold on, wait a oh, minute. There, there is a chance that Minka comes back as well. I don't that would know. Be good. I, let, let me, hold on, wait, Zach. Let me interrupt you. Um, Adam Schefter just tweeted. Well, he didn't just do it. It's not going to be PJ Walker on Sunday. It's going to be Dorian Thompson Robinson. Ooh, that's actually good. Which, yeah, I don't know who that is, great. but that's always where the Steelers suck the most. Well, no, no, no. He looked great in the preseason. He came in. Out and threw like three interceptions in a huge loss for Cleveland. Bethel Thompson did that. Yeah, Thompson Robinson. Oh, God, I hope so. Uh, that me, would that would be let immaculate. Actually, let me look at that because I believe was that against Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. He threw 121 yards in three interceptions. Against Baltimore on – was it the, that's past week? No, that was last time. That was last time. They, that was when they lost 28-3 to against Baltimore. That, okay. was, uh, we, we, that was the first, first time they played Baltimore. We need that guy. I need that guy. Yep. So – Yeah, again. Brown's offense in that game, uh, 13 first downs. They were four for sixteen on third down. Um, hundred sixty-six. That was hundred and sixty-six total yards. Seventy-three. Wow. No wait, that was seventy-three passing yards. Uh, ninety-three rushing yards. Was that with Chubb? No, that was without Chubb. Okay. So yeah, we, we need them to um, return. Yeah, their leading, their leading rusher was like Pierre Strong. I don't know who that is. Their leading receiver was David Njoku with forty six yards. Okay. We we need this Browns. Yeah, we we need that guy. Yeah. That would that would help. But again, we always suck against people who I've never heard of. So I'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch. Nope, but at least again, this is this is helpful. Because this at yep. least, like, hopefully, hopefully, we can have TJ just absolutely eat this guy up. Yeah, just shred them. This, yeah. this is going to be a defensive, a defensive battle. I'm thinking. And, and like, I mean, the guy threw three interceptions in his last game. This is going to come down to which team makes the least amount of mistakes. Yep. Um. Yeah. Which is. I don't. Hopefully, I don't, we can keep doing that. Yeah, I don't know why Watson's having his shoulder surgery now. I didn't even realize this was something that he was doing. It um, said something about broken bone in his shoulder. 
Okay, when did that happen? I don't know, because apparently he's had shoulder problems, like, on and off throughout the year. I mean, I've never heard of that, but I believe it. I don't know. uh, Everything that I've heard surrounding it has just been really, really fishy. Well, whatever. In any case, um, we get this guy. So, let's take advantage. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't. I in terms of in terms of thinking, the only thing I've been thinking about this week is just I'm I'm totally locked in on Cleveland because again, dude, I've been watching some like older clips from like not even that old, like 2018, like 19 Steelers clips. Which first of all, God, I miss Dan Fouts, dude. That guy, him and I and Eagle were just that was great. Not that um, the I can't remember what his, the new guy's name is. Is it Charles Davis? I don't know. Are you I talking about announcers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. Charles I figured Davis. when you said uh, Iron Eagle, but yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. who's with him right now. I think it's Davis. I mean, that guy's not bad, but I miss Dan Fouts, dude. Yeah, that, that was a good. I miss Joe Buck on Fox, and Al Michaels on. The... Why did they screw everything up, man? Now Joe Buck is on ESPN. Al Michaels is on Amazon Prime. Like it's yeah, so it's... weird. Ah, uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, I've I've been thinking like just the fact that hey, we're as even... long as we get some Kevin Harlan every once in a while, you know. Yeah, there you go. Who do we get on Sunday? Uh, we'll be playing on CBS. Guess who's about to go find out? Who I would probably get Ian Eagle because that's usually who the Steelers get. But I'll check. Well, in any case, yeah, we get Ian Eagle. It is Charles Davis. I was right. Nice. Yeah, go and beat Cleveland, and then we'll talk about all the other fun stuff. Yeah. That's 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 my that's my take. Um, but Zach, why don't why don't you give your take? Since I have I really have no thinking other than that. If we don't beat Cleveland, I'm gonna cry. Valid. Um, yeah. So I'd say my hot take right now is that I can't believe that me saying this hot take is actually freaking kind of possible. I think based off how AFC North teams have been playing each other, I think based off of the Steelers' somehow magical way to win, again, whoever sold their firstborn child to help us get this record, thank you. You know, your sacrifice did not go unnoticed. Amen. But um, I think that the Steelers – could honestly end the year atop the AFC North. Oh, boy. Now, it is a long, hard road to get there. It is mostly because of our schedules. We play AFC North teams four more times this year. One of – or two of them are the next two weeks. So – like we said, I think we split it on the next two weeks, but it's it's actually not impossible for us to win both of them. Um, it's definitely going to be hard to go into Cincinnati on a Sunday and beat the current Bengals there, but it's not impossible. Um, we've seen them make mistakes, uh, and we've seen the Steelers. We've seen the Steelers rip apart Joe Burrow before. Um, we have. I mean, the last two times we played them, T.J. Watt got a freaking interception the same exact way, both times. 
So I'd love to see that streak keep going. Um, but I think we at least beat one of them. And I, I definitely think we split against Cincinnati. Um, but the other thing is that we played Baltimore in the last game of the season. And at that point, you know, if we're fighting for first in the AFC, who knows? You know, we could be playing all out Baltimore. And, but, but here's the thing yes, we'd be playing in Baltimore, but we've seen Steelers versus Ravens last game of the year fighting for first in the AFC North. And most of the time, we've seen the Steelers come away with the victory. And I could really see that happening again. Um, which is, I mean, again, it's hard to predict any of this, but that's kind of what I see. The rest of the uh, schedule, we play Arizona, New England, Indianapolis, and Seattle. The only team I'm worried about there is Seattle. But who knows exactly what they're going to be able to do in December. Um, you know, I think that the Steelers have just as good of a chance of beating them as any other team. Um, it's just going to be a little bit tougher. But we, I mean, again, we don't have to outgain anybody. We just have to outscore them. That's just all that yep. matters. The biggest reason why I think we can win the division is because if you look at the rest of the remaining schedules, the rest of the AFC North have some pretty difficult schedules. Next game that Baltimore has against is against Cincinnati, which could go either way. Then they play the Chargers, which the Chargers have not been good record-wise this year. The Chargers have basically been the opposite of us. They've outgained most of their opponents, but still somehow have a losing record. L.A., we thank you for taking on the opposite of us so we can have the, what we have. Um, and then they play the, Then they have their bye week. Then they play the Rams. They should beat the Rams. Then their last four games are Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami, and Pittsburgh. That is a really hard four-game stretch going into the postseason. Do I doubt that – or do I think that they're going to be making the playoffs? 100%. I think Baltimore's got a clear shot into the playoffs. But it's not necessarily a lock on the AFC North, uh, especially when you look at those last four games where two – or like some of our last four games are very, very winnable. There's yes, all of them are winnable, but dang, you're going against some really hard opponents. And – the San Francisco game is Monday night and Miami is Sunday. So that they got a short week between San Francisco and Miami. That's going to be tough for Baltimore. Uh, then you look at uh, Cleveland. Cleveland's remaining schedule. And this is going to – their remaining schedule, let's be completely honest, is going to be without Deshaun Watson. And has Deshaun Watson been outstanding this year? No. But he's still been better than their other quarterbacks. So and he's still Deshaun Watson. Like as bad of a guy as he is off the field, he is not a bad player. Um. So they play Pittsburgh, which, as we've said, we're gonna have to see what happens. And they play the resurging Denver Broncos. I I believe that the Broncos are still a bad team. They can beat anyone. They did just They're beat Buffalo. Like a, 
And they beat Kansas City in back-to-back weeks. They beat them by double digits, too. Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy. And then they play the Rams, who are not necessarily a pushover, especially if they have Stafford. Then they play Jacksonville, which is going to be a tough one for them. Then they should beat Chicago. Then Houston, they play on Christmas Eve, which could go either way. And then they play the New York Jets, which, again, could technically go either way. Um, and they'd be coming off a short week because that'd be on Thursday. So it would be a short week between Houston and New York Jets. Because, again, if, if they have a bad quarterback in there and you're going against a very, very hungry Jets defense, that's going to be that's going to be a tough game. And then they finish out against Cincinnati. And then lastly, let's look at Cincinnati really quick. Cincinnati has probably the hardest remaining schedule, or one of them. They go against Baltimore, could be either way. They go against Pittsburgh, uh, could go either way. They go against Jacksonville, which is going to be a very tough one. Should be Indianapolis. Then they go against Minnesota with the, you know, Minnesota's savior, Josh Dobbs, who they are actually, they're really good right now. Um, which is weird to say, but they kind of are. Uh, then they go against Pittsburgh again. Then they play Kansas City, and then they play Cleveland. So you look at strength of schedules. I really like our team over – or I like our schedule over uh, the rest of our division. And so because of that, as long as we can continue to win division games, I think that there is a very – likely or i'm not gonna say a very likely chance but there is a strong possibility that we could be leading the afc north by the end of the year which is just it's not right man it's not that's that's just that's bonkers but i am not i'm not saying it's not right to complain i i'm not complaining about this at all i don't think anyone is i'm just saying i'm 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 just i'm just saying i'm confused Okay, I'm just confused. I want to go back to football that makes sense. Not football that will give me a heart condition by the time I'm 35. Amen, dude. But, Amen. But maybe this is a sacrifice that all Steelers fans need to put. We have to sacrifice our health in order for the Steelers to win. Yeah. And that might That's be a, a sacrifice I'm willing to take. Anything for the Steelers. Exactly. Anything. It may sound unhealthy, but I swear to you it isn't. Oh, well, only a little bit. Yeah, there you go. All right. But that is it for the podcast today. I know it's a short one. Um, but biggest thing is, uh, you know, prepping for that Cleveland game coming up. That's going to be a huge, huge game. Um, what I'm going to try to do is, uh, along with our game picks this week, I'm going to post on our story kind of a rooting guide for uh, who we should be rooting for as Steelers fans uh, in the upcoming week. Um, some of them might be painful, but we got to root for them in order for us to have a better chance in the playoffs. So I will be getting that out. And we're going to we're gonna try and engage with you guys a little bit more in the social medias, especially over the holiday season. Um College is obviously difficult, so we've been missing that a little bit. But uh, we'll be getting back to you guys soon. 
And we're going to try and do a call-in. I've mentioned that, but we're going to try and do a call-in over some of the holidays as well. So again, reach out to us if anybody's interested in doing a call-in for any of our episodes. And uh, yeah, but that is it for the podcast today. And uh, we are going to end the podcast the way that Steelers fans end every day. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go.